Here we go. Gavaldik. All right. T- uh, today's daf is daf Dalid in Yuma. We got some gishmaka ground to cover. A wonderful daf, as always. And together we got up to the very top line. We're up to Amarle Rabbi Yechanan Lireish Lakish. Rabbi Yechanan says to his brother-in-law Reish Lakish, just to give a quick overview of what we'll be doing, uh, what we're going to be accomplishing in, 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 as a general idea on today's daf. So we're going to keep focusing on the Machlokas Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yechanan to, to remind ourselves what is the Machlokas. The Machlokas is whether the seven days of prep for the Kohen whether it stems from the seven days of prep for the Mishkan, what we call the Shivas Yimei Miluim, is that where the seven days of Yom Kippur preparation comes from? Okay? And that was Rabbi Echanan. Rish Lakish is of the opinion that the seven days of preparation comes from Har Sinai. Okay? The preparation time that Moshe Rabbeinu had to put, um, uh, that, that went into Har Sinai, and I'm being very, I'm, say, I'm phrasing it this way purposely, um, is the reason why we wait seven days. And, and how did we get seven days? So we ended off yesterday's dot very interestingly that <clears throat> there was six days that the cloud covered Maisha Rabbeinu plus a seventh day that was added just in case when he was, you know, just in case if somebody was together with their wife and became Tomei Tumas Nida, they, we went to seven days. So Mamele had seven days of Preparation lefishitas reish lakish. Okay. Amud Aleph is going to continue focusing on this machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan and reish lakish, his two beloved brother-in-laws, are going to keep going at each other. We're going to bring a raya to Rabbi Yochanan that is from the shivasi meimiluim. We're going to bring a raya to reish lakish that it comes from Har Sinai. On Amud Beis, we're going to get into a very fascinating discussion as to when Shavuos really is. When did Matan Torah really happen? Did it happen on the sixth day of Sivan or the seventh day of Sivan? And we're gonna we'll 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 shtel, you know we'll, we'll shtel on it. We'll dwell on it once we get there. It's, I find it so fascinating that there are so many important dates that are mentioned in the Torah, and so many dates that seemingly are unimportant that we know about. And Matan Torah, we don't know. There's so many things we do know. You know, today was the art site of Reb Shailakar is there. Yeah, <laughs> the last uh, hundred years, you know, Reb Shail is the art site. Or, uh, you know, or some, or it's Yom Atzmot, right? There's a lot of important dates that, uh, and we know. Mount Tyre is like, we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> it's fascinating, you know, it's a fascinating thing. We're going to have a machoikas as to when Mount Tyre happened. We're going to have some interesting uh, limudim, interesting things to learn out and what actually happened at Harsinai. And ultimately, the dot is going to come back around to our machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish. Okay? So that's what's going to be taking place. Let's rock and roll. Here we go. Top line. Dalid Omod Aleph. Omodle Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yechon says, says, Bramla Reish Lakish, Bishlama, Lididi, the Afinimimimilu. And according to me, it makes sense that the seven days of preparation come from the seven days of prep of the Mishkan, what's called the Miluim. What makes sense? The following b'risa. It says, Zebizet, both kaihanim of the Paraduma and the Kohen Gadol of Yom Kippur that need to be separated. Mazin alav kol shiva. The entire week that they were separated, we sprinkled on them as well. From the ashes of the Paraduma. 
because there was hazah done by the shivas yemimilun. So we everything's exact. The same thing with sprinkling of the ashes of the paraduma by the inauguration of the mishkan. You sprinkle the ashes of the paraduma on the coin that separated uh, before Yom Kippur and the coin that separated for paraduma. Okay. But according to you, Reish Lakish, where the source of seven days has nothing to do with the Mishkan. What's the source of seven days? You learn it out from Harsinai. In the same way at Harsinai you needed seven days of preparation, so to Yom Kippur needs seven days of preparation. Really? Do we sprinkle everybody at Harsinai with the ashes of Paraduma? No. Forget the kasha. Yeah? So Omar Lay, Rishlakish responds back. He says, well, we're Be'echanon. He responds like a good Yid, yeah? Instead of answering, he says, oh, you think you got a good question on me? <laughs> what about you? And according to your reason that it comes from Miluim uh, and everything's exactly the same, Minicha, does it make sense? By the Miluim, they sprinkled blood. But over here, by Yom Kippur, they're sprinkling water. Right, they mixed the ashes of the water of the, of the paraduma. Now, I just want to explain how the paraduma was done. It was, it's fascinating. The way the ashes of the paraduma were made is that they would take the para. How they have ashes that lasted for decades. Every person who was uh, person's tummy base, right? So people going to the vayas, there's stuff happening. They they would mix ashes in with water, and and it wasn't common to have a paraduma. See so how they have enough. So it's a very interesting halacha which was that when at the time that they burnt the paraduma, you didn't only use the ashes of the actual flesh, you were also allowed to use the ashes from the wood that was burnt with the paraduma. So they would make uh, like stacks of wood. They would davka, they would purposely add a lot, a lot, of lot of wood to burn together with the paraduma and, you know, as much as they deem necessary, obviously, uh, you're not going to, you know, in La Dover you can say, oh, you're going to do like a whole Jenga tower, you know, you don't need to do that. But, but the, that's how they had enough. Al Piteva, you know, according to nature. Um, so, okay, just to keep that in mind. So, here, here we go. So, Rebbe has a question on Rishlakish. According to you, uh, what's with the sprinkling of the Paraduma? Rishlakish says back to Rebbe even according to you, is different sprinklings. So, Rebbe says, no, not true. Halay Kasha, the Tani Rebbe Chiyah taught us. Nechlesumayim Tachas Dam. That used to be blood, and then it became the ashes of the paraduma, okay? Because the par- first paraduma was only made after the Mishkan was inaugurated. So before the Mishkan was inaugurated, we just didn't have the ashes. So in place of the water, we had blood. But according to you, Reish Lakish, the Hazah Bisina Miyave, there was no sprinkling at all. At least according to me, I can say there was sprinkling. You want to say, oh, different sprinkling? All right, I'll give you an answer. But according, but, but according to you that it was Arsina, I guess what? By Arsina, there was no sprinkling. And by the and by the Yom Kippur there is sprinkling. Amarlei Rish Lakish says back to him, okay, Maila Dalma. The sprinkling that we do before Yom Kippur is a Maila Dalma, it's an added Chumrah, but it's not Ma'akev, the seven days of separation, and therefore, granted, it's going to look a little different, but it, the intrinsic halachas are not really different. Period. And of that attempted challenge that Rabbi Yochanan had on Rish Lakish. Okay. Here we go. Bottom line is, right now, Reish Lakish is sticking to his guns that the source for the seven-day separation prior to Yom Kippur is from Har Sinai. That's Reish Lakish's source, and he wants to stick to that. Okay. Says the Gemara. Tanya Kavasid Reish Lakish. 
we seem to have a brisa supporting Rabbi Yochanan that the source of the seven day separation is the Shivas Milun, and we seem to have a source a brisa supporting Rabbi uh, Reish Lakish that the source of the seven day separation is from Harsinai. Now, now let's go into these brises. This brisa of Rabbi Yochanan we're going to have to be a little bit patient with because as we get halfway through the brisa we're going to we're going to have our proof already. But the Gemara is going to finish the brisa. It's going to take us very close to the bottom. So we're going to have a, a, it's going to be a very nice long brisa right here. Okay? So here we go. Tanik Kavasi Rabbi Echanan. We have a brisa supporting Rabbi Echanan. With this, Aaron walks into the Kaidesh on Yom Kippur. Okay. Now, what's with this? Okay? With this. What do you mean with this? With this that we're talking about. Mahi. What's that? He should come in to the Kaitesh HaKadoshim with the halachas of the Shiva Simei With the halachas of the way the Mishkan was put together. Okay, now. Says the Gemara, Uma Omar Aaron Shiva What happened by the Shiva Simei Aaron separated for seven days and worked for one day. And Maisha gave him over the halachas for seven days. To train him in to the Avoid of Afudiris and also for later generations, Kayin Godel, Parashiva Mashamashamech, the Kayin Godel, Fayon Kippur is going to prepare for seven days and only work for one day. And there were two students of Maisha Rabbeinu. Now, it doesn't mean literally students of Maisha Rabbeinu, but it's referring to Tomidachamim. People who sit and study, study Tyra would join the Kayin Godel during his week prior to Yom Kippur. La'afuke tzedukim, okay, which is excluding tzedukim, that obviously we're not going to allow um, the, uh, the tzedukim to play uh, any role in this. Not only that, Rashi points out that tzedukim actually had a different way that the Kayin Gadol would go about doing his Avaida. Ma'isim la'ikol shiva, k'nei l'chancha ba'avaida mikan. From here we see, shiva siyam k'yelikam kippurim. From here the source is that seven days prior to Yom Kippur, was separated from his household and brought to the Lishkas Palhedron, okay? Which is that room that we had multiple, na- multiple names for in the very first Mishnah of our Mesechta. Now, we're still in the middle of the Brisa, but just note, what's the main idea? What do, we, what do we see right away? Now, what's this whole thing of seven days of prep, of separation? Where did it come from? Meluan. Right? It's all from the inauguration day of the Mishkan. We said that clearly. So this Brisa, we see right from the start, is going to be coming from the viewpoint of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan's got a very, a Gans fine, a backup. He's got a, he's got a good support over here, all right? Let's keep reading the Brisa. In the same way, there's seven days of separation for the Kayin Gadol. We'd also have seven days of separation for the Kayin who burnt the Paraduma. The Lishka Shalpane Abira, Tzafayin Mizracha. They went into that room, Alpane Abira. Bira is the Beis Hamikdash, which is, and we did it in the northeast, northeastern corner. The Echadzeh, the Echadzeh, and both times that we separate the Kohen for seven days. Mazen Olav Kol Shiva, we sprinkle for all seven days. Mikol Chata Shahayusham from the ashes of the Paraduma. And if you're going to say, ah, if the whole source is the inauguration, and by the inauguration they didn't sprinkle ashes of the Paraduma, so why over here are we? Amrit will say, Because back then they just didn't have it. So they did a sprinkling, then it was blood, now it's water. But the, the bottom line is, what we do find is sprinkling in both places, that's enough. 
V'yaymer. And we also say, okay, now that, that should be enough of a support for Rabbi Yechanan, right? But we're going to keep going, and the Gemara is going to ask why it's necessary, but let's keep, let, let, let's keep reading. V'yaymer. And the Pesach also says, Kasher also by Yem Hazet, Siv Hashem Lasachapar Lechem, is it on this day Hashem gave you a kapara, Lasachapar Lechem, is it on this day to do is the Maisapara, Lechapar Lechem, is it on this day Like we saw yesterday, Lasachapar is to the, do the Ashes of Paraduma, and Lechapar is for Yom Kippur. I have a Habit Zoyce, Mevoid Levi Gufei, but you need Bezoyce, it says, Beparben Boker Lechatas Vayel Oilo, to bring these Karbonas. I mean, they said, Ilo Karbon Lechudei, if we would have only been talking about the Karbonas, Islam Akra Bazet. It would it, the the Torah should have said with this he comes with these my bezeis what does it mean bezeis the the word zeis is in in uh, female it didn't need to be written in female so shmamino tarti so from here you learn both halachas okay that first of all that Aaron only goes into the kodesh hakadoshim after he brings the two carbonites. And we also learn now from the, it was done uh, with, a, with a, a female word that, that uh, we, he separates for seven days prior to the Avaida of Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, Maiva Aymer. Okay? Why do we need the second additional point of the Pasuk? Well, why was that necessary? So the Gemara answers like this, You're going to say that maybe only the first Yom Kippur for that Kayan Gadol Okay, or the first Yom Kippur ever needed a separation, then it would be like the Miluim. I would say a regular Yom Kippur, maybe the Kayin Gadol doesn't need to separate himself. I would say that only a Kayin Gadol needs separation, but if you have a regular uh, Kayin, then you don't need to go any sort of, uh, you, don't, you don't need to go through any sort of seven day separation. Therefore, Toshma, come and listen, Kashar also. Mechulu, uh, uh, just like he did, that's what's done for all later generations. Period. All right. Bottom line is, uh, going back to how we started, why do we quote this whole long brisa that we started earlier, uh, you know, about uh, halfway up on this Amud, to show that we have a brisa backing Rabbi Yechanan, that the source of a Kohen Gadol separating on Yom Kippur, and the source for, before Yom Kippur, and the source of a Kohen separating before the ashes, the Paraduma, the seven days, is from the Miluim. We have a specific and explicit price. Period. We're done. We're done. Done with the proof. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to say, and this is going to take us on to a fascinating, beautiful Brisa with a lot of interesting ideas. Tanya Kabasi Rishlakish, who says that the seven-day separation... We have to follow along. This is fascinating, but it's going to need some understanding. Okay, so we'll have to follow along here. Be careful. Rishlaka said the seven days of separation before Yom Kippur is learned out from Harsinai. Tanya Kavosi to Rishlakish. Let's back up Rishlakish here. Let's give him some support. Zog to Bryce. Ready? All right, here we go. Zog to Bryce. Maisha Alabonan. Maisha went up in a cloud. Viniskase Be'onan. And he was covered by a cloud. Vinis Kadesh Ba'anon, and he became Kadosh inside of a cloud. So that he should be so Kadosh and be able to accept the Torah, go up on the mountain and be able to accept the Torah on behalf of Klal Yisrael. And the glory of Hashem rested on Harsinai and it covered Now be very careful, listen to this. Did the cloud come down on Harsinai? 
before the Aseris Hadibris were given or after? When was it? When did the cloud come down? Now, let's pause. Like we said at the beginning of this year, nowhere in the Torah does it give us the explicit date of Matan Torah. Doesn't give us the explicit date. Very interesting. Pesach, we know, is the 15th day of Nisan. Sukkot is the 15th day of Tishrei. We know whenever Yom Tif is. Roshan Kippur, Kippur is the 10th day of Tishrei. Roshan is the beginning of Tishrei. Shavuos. How do we know when Shavuos is? The Torah doesn't tell us. The, the, the whole Yom Tif of Shavuos that we have, by the way, is, is the, the main sugi is in Shabbos. But we're going to quote a lot of that sugi here. Okay? And it's very interesting to note that the sukkahs that we observe is assumed to be on its date. It's either Vav Sivan, which when we observe it, there's an opinion that's Zion Sivan. And we only have those dates by matter of uh, the manner of, uh, uh, what, what's the proper expression? Exclusion. Like, uh, it's, it's not a direct learning no, Rabiel, what am I looking for? It's not a directing, but it's, it's, it's like default. Because there can't be any other date. Well, what am I looking for here? You say inference. Yeah, it, it's inferred from other psukim. It's inferred from, uh, from other psukim. I'm looking for a little bit of a different expression, by but okay. Exclusion. Yeah, very, right. By, by, by exclusion. Exactly. And, and here's the math. Here's the math, Okay. We know that the Torah was, the Aseris Adibris were given. Now, we also know that Klau Yisrael showed up to Harsinai on Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Okay? We showed up to Harsinai on Rosh Chodesh Sivan. It says that we camped at Harsinai on the first day of the third month. Well, the first month we left, Mitzrayim, is the month of Nisan. The second month is Iyar. And the third month is Sivan. So if we camped by Harsinai on the first of the third month, that means we came to Harsinai on Rosh Chodesh Sivan. That's going to be clear. We also know that Maisha came down with... I shouldn't say we know this, but we do know this. But... Uh, what we know sitting here in, in, in our Dafyaymish here is that on Shiva Asar Betamas, which was Maish Rabbeinu came down and broke the Luchos. And that was 40 days after he went up on Harsina. Okay? Sivan and then Tamas. So if Maishar Abenu was up on the mountain for 40 days and he came down on Shiva Asr Betamus. Yeah, so 40 days prior can either be Vav or Zion depending on how long the month was. Okay? Now, is it possible that he came down on a later date? It's really not possible, although the Gemara is going to gonna by default throw that possibility at us and now that we're a little bit confused okay but but in other words the reason why i'm pointing all this out right now if we're confused good um we're gonna get clarity as we read this i'm pointing this out now is because 
This is how we decide when Shavuos is. Because we know Shavuos or Batamas is 40 days after Shavuos. And we know that we camped at Harsinai on Reshchidesh Sivan. So that means Maish Rabbeinu was up on one of those two days, Vav or Zion. Okay? Because we didn't, we, we camped for six days, as we're going to see. All right? So, but it doesn't say explicitly what it is. And I, you know, there's a lot of different limudim as to why. Uh, there, there are some of Farsham that explain HaKadosh Baruch Hu purposely didn't want to give us a set time and place for Matan Torah. Because Matan Torah is not to be limited to a set time and place. And we're supposed to learn Torah to figure everything else out. Right? You've got to go through the sugya to know, uh, to know all these, uh, you know, to, to be able to figure it out. But really, you know, we know Matan Torah was given once. But Kabbalah said Torah, to be Makabal, the Torah could happen any time. It should happen every day, right? All right, let's go. Let, let's, um, let's keep reading this, Bryson. So it says the cloud came down on Harsinai and Maishar Avinu. When did it come down? So listen to this. Says this Brisa, the cloud came down after the Aseras Hadibros were given. Okay, so when were the Aseras Hadibros given? Vavar Zion. And the cloud came down afterwards. And this started the 40 days that Moshe was up on Arsinai to get the Luchos. Divrei Rabbi Yossi Haglili. Please follow the words and names carefully. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Haglili. We're going to find a different Rabbi Yossi. This is Rabbi Yossi Haglili. Rabbi Akiva Oimer. Rabbi Akiva says, Vayishkoin Kvayr Hashem and the Kvayr Hashem, the glory of Hashem, rested me Reish Chodesh. From Reish Chodesh. Says Rabbi Akiva to end uh, says Rabbi Akiva to end Omud Aleph. Do you know when the cloud came down on Har Sinai? Not after Kabbalah's HaTorah, not after the Aserah Sibbers were given. Prior to the Aserah Sibbers, which means it came down on Reish Chodesh Sivan. It didn't come down for a week after Kabbalah's HaTorah. It came down the week prior to Kabbalah's HaTorah. And the cloud, top of Omud Beis. And the cloud covered the mountain. called to and were standing there. covered the The Torah. So if everybody's standing around, why are we mentioning Maisha? To say, to give cover to Maisha. He was unique in that time, right? He was unique. There was Maisha and Kal Yisrael. Okay. Now, let's keep reading this Bryson. Rabbi Nassim Aimer Leiba Kosov El Lamarik Achila Ushia Bemeya. Why did Maisha separate himself? Says Rabbi Nassim, I'll tell you why Maisha was separated. To make his body kadosh, to get everything physical out of his system. That's what the clouds did. Lesumo Kamalachi Asharis. And Maisha Rabbeinu just became one chefza of a malach. Came an angel like the Malachi Asharis. There was nothing physical at all that had to do with Maish Rabbein. Unbelievable. The terror that the Pasuk is coming to tell us about the awe that Maish Rabbeinu had, and he sent us the Ima Brisas of his name. So that 
the Torah be given to him, and Moshe would be in a state of awe, happiness, and trembling. Very interesting that these things all go hand in hand. You'd think that happiness doesn't go with awe and trembling, right? But no, it does. It does. Real joy, real simcha comes when you're, can, you're like just nispal by something. It's unbelievable, right? So Maishu is now in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it brought awe, happiness, and trembling. In the place of Gila, in a place where you're going to be happy, over here, Maisha went up to get the Luchais, there has to be Ra'ada, there has to be trembling, okay? There has to be nervousness uh, in order to be able to be Makabal the Torah with the right mindset, with the right approach. Okay. Now, we didn't yet explain the full opinion of Reish Lakish. Again, why are, let's remind ourselves why we're, learn, why, why we're stating this. We had a Bryce supporting Rabbi Yechanan that the source of seven days is the Miluin, the Mishka. We're now quoting a Bryce and we're going to say this Bryce supports Reish Lakish that the seven days for the Kaingadla prior to Yom Kippur is from Harsina. Okay, now we don't yet have a proof, but we want to discuss this Bryce. In this b'risa, we have a machlekas between Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Akiva. Okay, I'm sorry. We have a machlekas between Rabbi Yaisi Haglili and Rabbi Akiva. Okay? Now, says the Gemara, B'may kamif l'gi Rabbi Yaisi Haglili Rabbi Akiva. What's the machlekas based on? Machlekas between Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Akiva. What is it based on? Now, what was their machlekas? Whether the clouds came down on Harsinai and Maisha Rabbeinu prior to Kabbalah Satira, or whether it came down and on Harsina Mashbenu after Kabbalah Satira. Where's this Machlaika stem from? So here we go. The Fuk Dani Tanoi, the Machlaika is based off of a different Machlaika stem on the Tanoi, the Bryce. Bishish Machlaika Shu Tali Yisrael. Rabbi Yaisiyaymer Bishivaboy. The Tanakama says, now that's why I said you got to be careful between Rabbi Yaisiyaymer and Rabbi Yaisiyaglidi. Tanakama says that on the sixth day of Sivan, the Torah was given to Klai Yisrael. Rabbi Yaisi says, the seventh day of Sivan. We have a machlaikas when the Torah was given. Mandamar Bishisha, the Tanakama who says Torah was given on the sixth day of Sivan, Bishisha Nitnu Bishiva Allah holds as follows. Kabbalah, uh, the, uh, the, the Aseris Hadibris were given on the sixth day. The next day, Maisha Rabbeinu went up on the mountain and the cloud came down and covered the mountain and covered him. And that's when he went up on Harsinai. Umanda Amar Bishiva, and the one who says that. Kabbalah, that Matan Torah was on the seventh day of Sivan, B'shiva Nidnu B'shiva Alu holds that 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 uh, the Torah was given on the seventh and Maishu went up on the seventh. Meaning, everybody agrees that Maishu Rabbeinu went up on the seventh day. Okay? Why? Because 40 days later is Yod Zayin, right? Is Yod Zayin, is Shiva Asur when he came down with the Luchas. Somebody agrees the Mishra went up on the seventh. There's a machlekas whether he went up the same day the Torah was given. Was it also given on the seventh? That's the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Tanakama says no. The Torah was given a day prior. Now, Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, Rabbi Yaisi holds the cloud came down after Har Sinai, after Asaras Adibros. Sovar Kanatanakama. 
holds like the Tanakama, Damar Bishisha Bachaydesh Nitna Torah. Tanakama holds that the sixth day of Sivan is when the Torah was given, okay? It was given Hilkach therefore. Since it was given on Zion Sivan, very Gishmak, Zehoyamaisa Achar Aseras Adibris. First, Aseras Adibris were given. Then the cloud came down. The cloud came down, covered Maishra Rabbeinu for six days. And finally, on the seventh day, Akadish Baruch Hu called towards Maishra to go and be Makabal the rest of the Torah. These songs are Daidah, because if you're going to say, if you're going to think, that the says Rabbi Yaisi, Haglili, if you're going to think that it, that it means the clouds came down on Rish Chaydash Sivan, this that we say the cloud covered the mountain, and it means that we called to Maisha on the seventh day, Zion Sivan, to accept Aseras Dibris. That's not possible. But Maisha already got on the sixth day of Sivan, and the cloud's gone by then. So again, it's just Gishmak, but it's so fascinating. Just keep, keep following this. The day of Kabbalah Satera is being learned out just by matter of exclusion. It's being learned out by default. Okay, yeah. But it, there's nothing specific telling me exactly what it happened. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva has a different train of thought. He follows Rabbi Yaisi, who holds that it was given on the seventh day. Who holds that it was given on the seventh day? Okay, and then on the seventh day, that's when it makes sense. Like Baruch Hu called to Maisha Rabin. Okay, now Bishma the Rabbi Akiva makes sense according to Rabbi Akiva. Hainu Bishma the Rabbi Akiva makes sense according to Rabbi Akiva. Hainu de Mishkachas la Bishiv Asur Betamuz Nishtar Baruchas. It makes sense that that on the seven on Shiv Asur Betamuz the Luchos were broken. Okay, Esrin Barbad the Sivan because you have twenty four days left in Sivan. Meloy lehu arbon yoyim and David bahar. So now you have forty days that he's up on the mountain. Lubeshiv sar betamas nachas vaasu tvaras aluchas. On the seventh day of Damas, Moshevino came down. They were serving the eagle and he broke the luchas. Okay, so you got forty days. El Rebbeitz Agli Damar Shishu Deprisha. But according to Rebbeitz Aglili, who says that there was Har Sinai. And then the cloud came down. Maish Rabbeinu separated himself. And only afterwards went up. Varba and Dahar. And only afterwards there were 40 days on the mountains. Then you have to go like this. You have to say Kabbalah Satira happened on the 7th. Maish Rabbeinu separated for 6 days. You're now up to the 13th. And then there were four, then there were 40 days from the 13th day of Sivan. At Esur Tlas Batamas by Yistabra Lukas. It come out that the Lukas were broken. Not on Shiva Asur Batamas. But on the 23rd day of Tamas. And that's not true. That the 40 days does not mean in addition to the days that Moshe separate himself. It means inclusive of, including the days that Moshe separate himself. See, either way, no matter which shita you follow, it can whether you hold the clouds came down before uh, the Aseris Adibris or the clouds came down after the Aseris Adibris, either way, it's going to work out to say, that Shibasar Batamas Nishtavra Aluchas, the Luchas ultimately were broken on the seventeenth day of Thomas. Let's keep going. Gavaldik. All right. Omar Mar the Tana taught us Vayikra Maisha. Akadish Baruch Hu called to Maisha. Maisha Bchoyishal and the Maisha and Gans Klayasol were standing there in Messiah, the Rabbi Lazar, there's a proof to Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar. 
Rabbi Lazar said, it's nice to see Rabbi Lazar's name in full again. You know, in Yerushalmi, we, we were introduced to Rabbi, Rabbi Luzer, Rabbi Lazar, yeah? A little Hasidish, a little Yiddish, you know? We got Rabbi Lazar, we got his whole name now. Dhamma Rabbi Lazar. Now, I have like a taiva to say it. You know, like, Rabbi Lazar, yeah? Rabbi Lazar says, And he called to Maisha, And really, everybody was there, but Still, Hashem called to Baisha to give him cover, to single him out. Nasway, that's a challenging question. Kyle, whenever the Pasuk says there was a voice, lo, it means to him. Kyle, a voice, a love. What does that mean? Baisha Shama, Bechol Yisrael, Loi Shamu. Baisha heard, and nobody else heard. So you see, the Gemara is a challenging question. That you see that the purpose is not just to give cover to Baisha. But really, Maisha is the only one that actually heard. Even when people were standing around, miraculously, Hakadosh Baruch Hu would call to Maisha. Nobody would have any clue that the, that there was a conversation. Says the Gemara Lekasha, Habesinai The difference was: were, you, were we dealing with Sinai, or were we dealing with the Ayhel Mayid? Okay, Rashi explains at Har Sinai, everybody heard Hakadosh Baruch Hu call to Maisha at the Ayhel Mayid. Nobody was able to hear Akadosh Baruch Hu called to Maisha Vibai Sema like Kasha Ha Bekriya Ha Bedibur. One's talking about Kriya and one's talking about Dibur. Okay, meaning when you call to somebody, it's louder, and that gives off the impression that other people can hear. But when you speak to somebody, you can speak to somebody with nobody else hearing. Okay, let's keep talking uh, abyssal about what went down. When Maishar Abenu entered the cloud, okay, again, when did he enter the cloud? We have a machoikis. Either he entered the cloud prior to Asar Zedibris, or he entered the cloud following Asar Zedibris. Rav Zika Rami Kroy Kamid Rav Lazar. Rav Zika has the contradiction in front of Rav Lazar. Rami Lama Rav Zika Rav Lazar Rami. Some say Rav Zika said Rav Lazar asked this contradiction. Sid, it says in the Passover, the Maishabin was not able to enter into the Ayal Mayid because the glory rested uh, the glory rested on on uh, the <laughs> because it rested on the Ayal Mayid. Yeah, so the reason why I'm smiling is because there's a there's a funny Maisa brought down. I, I, for, I forget which rub. There was a rub in it was, uh, I think his name was Rab Abish. There was a Rav, I don't, I don't know, there was a Rav in the name of Rab Abish. He was the Av Bezdin in Warsaw. And he, w- he went to, he was speaking in a different city. And um, he walked by a, uh, call it a shul, a temple of uh, enlightened Jews. Yeah? So he walked by and he saw Outside, right outside the entrance, they had the pasuk uh, all the way at the end of Shemais, okay, which was Uchvayr Hashem Hamishkan. Hashem's glory filled the sanctuary. That's the that's the words that that was on, okay. So Reb Abish quipped. He says it's they forgot the rest of the psukim of the parsha because it says. And this is the, why I'm laughing, because this, this is the, our Pasuk here. If you, all the way at the end of Sefer Shemais, Vayakal Pekudeh, the end of Pekudeh, 
the three psukim from the end. Uh, 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 it says, Hashem Hashem's glory filled the Mishkan. And Maisha was not able to enter the Ayal Mayr. That's, that's our Pasuk here. Sarab Abish quipped. It said on the cover, you know, in front of this shul. It says, uh, Hashem's uh, covet filled the Mishkan. Rav Abish quipped. He said, yeah. But Maisha is not able to go into your shul. He's not, he's not walking into there. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> All right. But over here, it's referring to the real Kedusha. Uh, the real Again, so what was going on? Rav Zrika said we have a contradiction. One Pasuk says Maisha wasn't able to go in. Another Pasuk says that Maisha entered. Well, what was it? Contradiction. Teretz is, he wasn't able to enter. Rakadish Baruch Hu grabbed him by the arm and pulled him in. He invited him. Maisha couldn't do it alone. Rakadish Baruch Hu then went ahead and pulled him into the cloud. The very Rabbi Shmuel Tana, he learned the yeshiva of Rabbi Yishmol. It says over here, it says, by Kriyas Yamsuf. It says, we went inside the water. We went inside the sea. Just like over there, we had a path. To walk through in the sea, the water was like a wall on our right and our left. So too, there was a cloud, there was like a path that was set aside for Maisha to walk on in. Just to finish up this idea, take us to the bottom of the daf. All right, let's, let's, uh, I'm just going to speed up a little bit. Why does it say that he called and he spoke? What's these two expressions of calling and speaking? Limbatari Derech Eretz teaches us Derech Eretz. Derech Eretz means what's normal. A person shouldn't start talking to somebody in conversation. You got to let the person know that you're talking to him in the first place. You know, and don't just start walking in as if, uh, you know, and expect the person to know, uh, to, to know that, uh, you know, that you're talking. You have to let the, hey, I'd like to speak to you, you know. First, not say something unless the person knows that you're referring to them and you would like to talk to them. Lamar, when the Torah says Lamar, saying or to say, Fascinating. Ready? Beauty. Sometimes we repeat things from the other people tell us. Right? And they say, why'd you say that? You said, you never told me it's a secret. Thus is nish the Torah way. You know what the Torah way is? Beauty. You're never, everything's an automatic secret. If somebody tells you something, they shouldn't have to say, don't tell anybody. You're not allowed to repeat something that somebody tells you unless they ask you to repeat it. It's not the way that it works in America. In America, it's like, oh, you never told me? No. Somebody has a conversation with you. It's nobody else's business unless they ask you to make it somebody else's business. Yeah, it is. It's automatic. It should be an assumption. You will not share the information. Until the person asks me to say it. 
What does Lamar mean? Hashem tells Moshe to say it over to others. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't tell Moshe Rabbeinu Lamar to say it over, Moshe Rabbeinu would have no right to share that information. Says the Gemara. Michlal. You know what? Let's hold it here. We're going to hold it here by Michlal. Now we're going to go back into the original Machlaikas between Rabbi Yechanan and Reish Lakesh. We'll pick up from here tomorrow afternoon. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.